10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 second, please. Please, Mr. Kennedy. Uh oh. I don't want to go. Please don't shoot me in the outer space. Please, Mr. Kennedy. Uh oh. I don't want to go. Please don't shoot me in the outer space. I swear when you stuff me in the pressure suits. Bubble helmet, flash gloves. Nowhere up there. In gravity space. I need to breathe. I don't need to be a hero. Are you reading neat, loud, and clear? Oh! Hello. <laughs> Is that Carly? <laughs> I can tell by the squealing. <laughs> Please don't right. cackle. It frightens me. What up? Do they always start this, like, chaotically? Big oh, Catherine's soon. there! Oh my god, Catherine! Okay. Good thing. It's been so. It's been so long since I've heard your voice. <laughs> Sorry. I have to, as producer, it makes me. It makes my skin crawl that like, it just started and you coughed and. <laughs> this is very unprofessional. <laughs> Listen, it's about joy. Oh. And we all know this is just an excuse for me and Carly to like. Have an hour and a half long phone call every like two weeks Wait, and pretend that there's like something else coming out of it. What's joy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just to like describe, well, do, I don't want to take over. Catherine's <laughs> <laughs> like, Introduce me. Like, let's get some we structure don't... here. Don't I hate you. Okay, I'll start. I'm sitting yourself. in my bed. Who signs I have a chest? cup of ice cream. Whoa. Sorry, Snap. It's gonna be. You're gonna have to compete with the two of us yelling at each other. Hmm. I don't like it. Who's gonna win? I liked it better when it was just me and Carly. Sorry, I'll say it. <laughs> Um, what are you pointing at? It's, just, it's funny that it says sad. That's her name. <laughs> That's who I am. Who, what? It's just funny. Like, did, did she type that? I yeah, I typed that. Why don't you just ask me, uh, Catherine, for Look, God's sake? It's funny to me, like, our setup right now, just to, like, set the scene, like, we're on my bed. <laughs> Boring shit. And, like, each have our computers open, and we have, like, <laughs> like all of our, like, like a bunch of, like, relevant documents open. Like, this is the lyrics. <laughs> I have I have Timothy Chalamet's IMDb page. <laughs> and then I have a whiteboard in front of us with, like, vague dates and, like, phrases. Um, and, yeah the loose loosely what we want to talk about today because if not I feel like we're gonna get way on way off track so that's fair that's very put together thanks Catherine I'm sitting on my bed with no documents except my RFK picture that's right next to me and my cup of ice cream cup that's all of ice cream isn't your RFK picture always next to you though when you well only when I'm in my bed but yes okay so I like every time I 
every time we get ready to pod, I like recede into my bedroom and huddle under my blankets with some variety of like a snack or a beverage. I and I like gently touch RFK's face before uh, we begin. Good. I like to pod mm-hmm. in the fridge too, even though I think it's unprofessional. I don't think that's it's okay. I, think I don't think it's unprofessional. Fine. Good. Look at me. Who would have thought? Wow. What a nice producer. Not scolding something that you're doing. Is this the first piece of positive feedback we have received yeah, from Kat? This entire podcast. She's just jealous, Carly. She wants what we have. Frankly, probably. I feel bad bringing this up with friends because I don't, I kind of feel bad that like, I'm, I'm making a pod. <laughs> and like, why? I don't know. It just feels like something I could do with any of my friends, I guess. Sure. Well, I think the solution is to have a podcast with every single one of your friends. So that's what I was Sorry, saying. Sorry, I sound stupid. My pod is cold. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. I need a separate pod with every single friend. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's but we can also just have everyone guest star. I, I really sound stupid because my tongue is cold. I'm sorry. I think we need nice. like 10 hosts for the show. All speaking at once. I know. Mm-hmm. We need to add more chaos. We definitely need to fill in because now and I definitely leave a lot of like blank time like I feel like it's not interesting because half of it is just us thinking okay. or these mm-hmm. like awkward boring conversations we're having and I feel like I don't think this is podcast. an awkward boring conversation I think okay here's my thing our target audience is basically people who are like either our friends already and find it amusing to listen to us talk to each other or they are people who also talk like this to their friends and think it's amusing when other people talk like this. So I think these conversations aren't going to be boring to our audience because it's just, it's just like ladding around with your friends. We're just ladding. This is ladship. Mm. Ew. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Uh, cool. Well, snags. I Mm -hmm. heard you went on a walk. Oh, yeah. So my quarantine routine is every single afternoon, I take my daily stupid fucking little walk. (laughs) And I, it entails, so I start, I say goodbye to Abigail. I blow her a little kiss. I say bye bye. I'm off on my quest. And then I leave. And I exit my apartment complex. And I like, turn into this residential neighborhood which has the cutest fucking houses i have photos that i meant to send to you guys yeah god fucking adorable um all these cute little it's like a it's like kind of a rich neighborhood once you turn into the residential area Mm -hmm. and it's these like adorable like colonial era like townhome feel i mean and they're all just like beautiful brick and they all have like balconies and beautiful gardens and like these like lovely like dark blue shutters and like an american flag over it's just god it's so wholesome it's adorable and it's very nice right now because all the trees are in bloom so there's like cherry blossom trees everywhere um and there were magnolia trees but they're all like kind of rotting away now and turning into leaves which is fine but they were very pretty when they lasted anyway I enter, I exit 
I like go through the residential neighborhood to this like nature not but like park called Rock Creek Park and it's run by the park service um so it's like actual trails shout out huh shout out oh yeah thank you national park service for your service <laughs> uh thank you yeah so can it has lovely say, trails can i just say, can I just say yeah can i just say sorry to interrupt you snap <laughs> i just like think that like i'm gonna like you know stay in line and you know follow the conventions and be a good guest and <laughs> be well behaved but i have so many show notes right now you can be this is that our opener this isn't this what are you doing yeah, we've already just we've already discussed the structure of this episode. We know what the opener is, and you really just interrupted the opener what to talk opener? about the main content. <laughs> the opener, you know what, what the, the you know is. you know what the opener is. Oh, you mean this story? It's the yes. first segment. Everyone, it's the first segment. Look, good vibes. Everyone's doing great. Keep going, Snad. <laughs> oh, I cannot fucking stand you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I enter Rock Creek Park. And I feel like whole again because I like I'm like one with the dirt in there, and it's great. And you said there's this like a this is like a like a state park or like a just a nature. It's like a county park. Okay, um, so it's like a I don't I don't know exactly what to call it. It's managed by the Park Service, so it's not just like a it's not like like South Park or Centennial Park in Lawrence. You know, it's like <laughs> woods and trails and like a river. Well, not a river, a creek, but, um, but it's also like quite popular. So a lot of people are there a lot to like walk their dogs and go running and go on like small hikes and stuff. That's nice. Um, it's very pleasant. And with you, so I like travel down these trails and on the Valley trail, um, there is this little rocky outcrop that overlooks the creek. And it's like 40-ish feet above the ground. And I know I've already shared this story with both of you, but I'm going to share it again for the sake of our listeners. One day, I was sitting on this rock after my run. And I was looking out at the river and I was like, wow, this is so peaceful. And I looked down and there's this young lad just like on the riverbank. He has like a really stupid yellow like raincoat. And... Mm -hmm. I like look down at him and we just like look at one another and I'm like, okay, we're just vibing. We're like 200 feet apart. You're vibing? Yeah. yeah. He's sitting on a log. He's sitting on a log looking like that, this. I immediately, I immediately think man in the yellow hat. <laughs> Good. Whoa. Whoa. There's something. Whoa. 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Like game changer. Whoa. This man. How huh? you've been describing this man is literally yellow, like yellow, yellow man, man. yellow yeah. guy, yellow, so yellow man. Immediately goes man of the yellow hat. But, Damn, but, that really wow. There's like there's a connection there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Continue. Anyway, we're like eyeing each other because it's like it's two people, two hundred feet apart, very obviously like near each other, but obviously I can't acknowledge him because I'm forty feet above him. That'd be weird. Um, so I'm just hanging out. I look down like seven minutes later and he's gone. He's disappeared. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was kind of jarring. Goodbye, sir. And a little ominous. 
I'm glad you took that picture of him through the trees for us. Thank you. It's a lovely video. And I was like, you know, I, the reason I took that was because at first I thought he was like a small child. Um, <laughs> I thought he was like a ten, I thought he was like a eight to ten year old. And I was like, does this boy need like a parent? Is he just here? That makes that weirder. That makes that weirder. I wish you wouldn't have said that. Why? Ten year old. Why? It's weird if you, like, take a video of a child. Well, see, I said that initially, like, the first second I saw him, I was like, oh, that's, like, a little boy. Does he, like, need a parent? Do I need to go help or, like, find help? Is he, like, lost? And then eventually I was like, oh, wait, no, that's, like, a bro, like, my age-ish. And then I was like, oh, this is funny. That's when I photographed him. Yeah, I did not just photograph a child in the woods through the trees. Fucking God. Sorry. Jesus. Look, listen, I'm not. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, a little while later, I get up, I like resume my run, and I see this like flash of yellow through the like through the dead trees, and I I feel like I'm intruding. I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be like awkward if we like made eye contact and I had to like acknowledge his, you know, like we this this should be like a we notice each other from afar and it stops there, like a wholesome. Yeah, my favorite was how you said I averted. I averted my eyes. I did. I averted my eyes. Hey, Snad. Yeah. Hey, Snad. Do you when you like run? Uh huh. Are you like in like a trench coat, (laughs) or do you wear like running clothes? Yeah. So I wear like like, you. Do you you run in like your snad like witch pointy toes? Yes. I wear my turtleneck. (laughs) I wear my trousers. I wear my pointy-toed boots, and I wear my my like black vampire. Okay. Yep. And uh-huh. um, yeah. I no, just run. That. I just fucking okay, yep. go. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Obviously. Um. That's what I. That's what I assumed. But of course. I mean, I don't own any other clothes. I own four items of clothing. It's my turtleneck, my trousers. Yeah. The hardest part of me listening to the story was always me picturing you running, but now it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a bat, right? It's not so much running <laughs> as I like float ominously through the trees, <laughs> and my the like the flaps of my coat act like wings, and I just kind of <laughs> leap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I avert my eyes um, because I'm like, okay, this should just be like a. You know, it's like very sweet when you like see people on the trail and you're like oh that's another like lovely like nature loving person taking advantage of public spaces um solidarity solidarity like i hope everyone in quarantine like forces themselves to like be outside and like you know connect with the world you know like it's like a good thing i'm like okay like we shouldn't like talk to each other it should just be done right like every time i see anyone else on the trail anyway and I'm running and I'm running and I'm like running back to the exit of the trail. And he like appears before my eyes like a fucking, he like drops out of the sky. I don't know where he comes from, but he's just there. And he's like, hello. And I say, hello, how's it going? And he's like, good. Ew. I mean, what? What else am I supposed to say? I'm being friendly. Everyone always yells at me for not being no, fucking friendly. Well. And then. Ew, why did he say hello? Yeah, yeah see, like it him. is creepy. It is fucking creepy. I will acknowledge that. And this is where it could have... Okay, let me finish what he said. So 
he's like hello and I'm like oh hi and I like keep running because I thought it was just like a casual like hello you know and then he's like oh I saw you up on the rock he said the words I saw you up on the rocks I saw you up on the rocks I said okay I saw you down on the log congrats like where do I go with this and then (laughs) this is my favorite fucking part he said what are you listening to and at this point I stopped so something to clarify I'm running he appears before me and I like keep running as I say hello and I'm like continuing to go and then he like starts to gently like jog to keep up with me and that's when I like slow down and I'm like okay he wants to like say something maybe I dropped something or whatever right um and then he's like okay what are you listening to and I take out my earbud I say the word (laughs) I say the words in a week by hosier it's on my playlist titled turning into moss pause 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 Uh uh-huh Actually, this came up earlier. Why do you say hosier? That's how do you pronounce hosier? I told Kat I don't think it's it's not hosier. It's not hosier. It's it's like hosier, but with an H. Says who? Says who? Says he? Says the man? And then Kat said that was wrong. Hosier. No, that's wrong. According to the man himself, it's Catherine. It's hosier. It's cozier, but with an H. Hosier. Hosier. Er, not air. He's not French. He's Irish. Hosier. <laughs> oh, God. What? You. Hosier. <laughs> Don't make up a fake accent, Catherine. Why do you sound like fucking. What's his name? Bert the chimney sweep? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good. Hosier. I feel so complimented by that, actually. <laughs> of course you do. Okay, sorry. It's fine. I say Hosier. In a Week Hosier. by Hosier. It's on my playlist titled Hosier. Turning Into Moss. Did you tell him it was on a playlist titled in Turning Into no, Moss? No, that's just my thought. That? That's just a thought. I said In a Week by Hosier. Um, and in my mind, I say, oh, yeah, this is on my banging playlist titled Turning Into Moss. <laughs> and he's he says... This is the worst part. He like smiles gently and he said, Yeah, that fits. You seem like the type. And then he just leaves. <laughs> he just walks away in the other direction. And I'm literally just like standing there, like watching him go. And I'm so fucking confused. Um and I stand there for a solid 12 seconds, just like completely jarred. And I run again and I like I'm about like 10 minutes later I'm like about to exit the trailhead when I see a flash of yellow through the trees again and I'm a little frightened and then I I like sprint my way home because I'm like I'm like scared (laughs) and this is where Um, it gets this is where I say it's like kind of freaky is because for that split second when I thought he was like a child that would have made this a lot scarier, I think. That yeah. that's like the tightrope. Abigail said, I told the story to my roommates, and Abigail said this story is a tightrope between horror movie and rom com. And I don't like either option. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I'm It's just definitely like, not rom com because it's also just like creepy. Like this boy is creepy. But it could have been a lot creepier if he was small. Because like when you first were telling it, I you I mean, you were, like, startled that he kept, like, showing up, but then, like, I thought, like, the consensus was, like, oh, it was, like, 
sweet and like even like no even a little then you're like you said he's like old and creepy looking um i don't know that he was give us an estimate on how old he is uh late teens oh like 18 the most important part is that you said he's unattractive I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought that you, I thought that you, like, you were like fond of this, like, no, like fond of him. No, like, no, no, oh, no. You're like, I'm going to look for him again because I want to well, see him again. Yeah. So I know every pleasant, time I like, went friends. back to, every time I but went then back now you're to like, the woods, no, no, no. no yeah. it's not, it's not like an, I'm fond of him. It's like a, what secrets do you have to tell me? Like, okay. it's like an ominous, like, like I go to visit the demons of my past situation. Matt thinks he's a prophet. Maybe he is a prophet because see that's my thing. I mean, who is who is this like ominous like woodland spirit in a yellow coat? Like, what do you have to tell me? What do you have to tell me? I want to know. Yeah, I think he's just a weird dude. Because like my favorite thing, one of my favorite <laughs> things is like the way men try to like hit on women because it's so dumb. Like, hello, y'all ever I hit on a woman on by rocks. stopping her in the middle of the secluded woods? <laughs> Yeah, you, like dogs to follow you, and what are you listening to? What? what? Terrifying. I hope that wasn't it. I hope that he was just like genuinely curious. Because in another life, that's something that I would do. I mean, yeah, I guess, but like, it's such an obvious thing to say to someone, and it's so I don't know. This whole thing cracks me. Like, <laughs> see, like, oh, I'm gonna have a conversation with you. Yeah. It like it does. It toes the line between like this is very funny because this boy is either just like dumb and like weird or it's yeah. like creepy. Yeah. Um and not and in like, like a every... he's gonna attack me way. He had like a pasty no. face. I could have kicked him in the balls and been, been done with it, but like but with your pointy shoe. With my pointy shoe. I would have like swung my coat around like a cape and like vanished <laughs> within air. You would have like dramatically like turned and like disappeared in like a puff of in like a puff of <laughs> Exactly. Like he thinks he he thinks he's the only one with a cool coat in this situation. No, it's me. You could have like whipped out your like wand out of the coat. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But well, no, exactly. It's like it, it's not creeping. Like I'm gonna be attacked. Like that's just every interaction I have with a man. Yeah, in it's like a, it's like I'm entitled to do that. mildly I feel uncomfortable bad for you because this is like you're clearly just like <coughs> so lost. This is all you so got. You like well, you're just like so. You're just like so like confused to think that this is gonna end well. That's it. That's all yeah. you got. Like that's not working. It was very funny. Ugh. Uh, I really wanted to so, like, yeah. pull a like. But, I really wanted to like pull a pull a joke moment and you know allow me to play devil's advocate. <laughs> but there's such. I literally have nothing to say. <laughs> let me just play devil's advocate. advocate. I don't have anything to say, but let me just do it. Let me just let me just <laughs> just, just let it be known that I am <laughs> I am always playing devil's advocate. Yeah, but, yeah. but okay. I don't. That's like, what I've heard. What you said, and that's really. <laughs> but yes that's what i meant like every time i go back to the woods and i'm like hey guys i'm thinking of him capital h it's not like a oh like i want to see this bro again like oh cute it's like i really didn't feel that way cat you were just confused 
it felt like she was like fixated on him. I can be fixated on him in the same way that I'm like fixated on a Ouija board. Telling, I think when you were initially like you were like in the moment living through, you know, the situation. Mm-hmm. I thought that you were like, like you were like seeking him. Oh. I was just con- I was confused on the dynamic. You. See, I think not it would have like, been a... It, not even, like... I think that is what was I, most I jarring. I thought it was, like, a, I was getting, like, neat, cute vibes. I didn't know it was, like, him, like, weirdly, like, stalking yeah. and following you. I, I thought it was, like, this, like... Yeah. Like, I don't you know. need I to read your text more critically. <laughs> I felt like the tone was well conveyed. <clears throat> All right, well... It's sorry. okay. Catherine had a lot on her, like, plate right then. Like, she literally just, like, was still jet-lagged, and I just dumped this on her. That's a lot. But I think that was one of the things that was more jarring was that in any other situation, I would have been like the creepy one, like ominously appearing through the trees. And that's usually exactly that's my role. And when someone like co-opted that for me, I upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he took my fucking brand, except I would never wear a fucking flannel and a yellow raincoat. And I'm like, you're just... I said, we forgot to mention he had a flannel, too. See, it was all those details that made me be like, oh, we like <laughs> You him. said he has a flannel? We like him. <laughs> we like the flannel. We don't like when the yellow ring. the initial video, like, look at this guy in a flannel and a yellow jacket. He's just there, gentle boy he, man. And I was like, exactly. Like, he really, I, I thought it was going to go a very different. I Look, I just, I, I'm just no, thinking. No, I, I think, I think you're valid, Kat, because. Like there's anytime snap no sis you don't you know what you don't oh. step in here and dad's talk and like change like I'm just speaking I'm speaking from experience <laughs> with snad randomly sending me texts about men in flannels that she sees usually it goes a certain don't way say that. why would you fucking you expose, expose me no I'm just, I'm just saying usually if she's gonna text me about it it's like I can I can guess what's like you know I can predict okay. what's coming next. Well, like, it's listen, like, first of all, Kat, I okay. saw this random, I, I'm in public, I saw this man <laughs> in the flannel. Okay, that's no. really fucking rude. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. No. It's fine. I'm just, I'll, I'm just here. No, Kat, I was ready to defend you. You're valid. You're hmm. really valid either way. It's fine. Okay, well, I'm gonna, even though Kat was just very unkind to me right there, I'm gonna step in and defend her and say that is it from like the onset this story does seem like it's going to go a certain way and then by the conclusion it feels like it should have gone another way and the way that it actually went was neither one of those ways and it's like some really weird combination where this boy tried to like co-opt gentle flannel wearing like woods boy plus like ominous yeah. <laughs> plus like ominous appears through the trees like cryptically talks to people on the trail vibes and tried to combine them into something yes. that was just like the worst of both worlds how dare he? honestly how dare he? yes yeah. and i think that is why i was less creeped out and more just like vaguely offended and um jarred and that's why i've been trying to find him because a i want to fight him and B, I just want to know his motivation. I want some answers. I need closure. Here. Like, what's oh. hap- what, what happened there? I need to know. And Catherine, Catherine, we so can you- talk about that another time. <clears throat> okay, yeah. I'm not trying to hmm. attack anyone here. Ah. <sighs> 
Uh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> nice transition. That's guys. fine. This is what we do every <laughs> single time. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm literally just kidding. This is the hard part for me to start the oh, next topic. Oh, here. That's I have the, the transition. I have the transition. Do you guys remember Good. what day that happened? Because I don't. I think it was, was it Friday? Yes. March 27th? Wonderful. It wow, was? that was so long ago. Isn't that just the date? The no, was that was the date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Are we talking about... <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. Are you fucking... Did you answer the wrong question? The song, okay, listen. I have the trans... Okay, fine. Here's the story. Here's the fucking transition. Okay, okay. He's bad. I... <laughs> Dad, I just told you something. My answer, I just answered with the date that uh, was I know, and that's why I'm so confident about it. That's okay. So, Actually, I think that I think that was still the date I was looking. Okay, sorry. God, that was still the date I was looking for. That was still the date I was looking for because it happened on the same day. Okay. Wait, they happened on the same day. Um, yes. Wait, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, <laughs> I'm here. I'm thank you, thank you. I'm bowing. <laughs> oh, Wait, for oh for real? It's not that. Oh for real? Oh for real? Oh for real? Everyone's going to circle and do it. Go. Oh for real? No, that was too good. No one else There was no L. Oh for <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you're right. That. that was so good. I haven't thought about him in a minute. Um, Pete Davidson. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry, I'll explain. Um. Anyway, yeah, those those happen on the same day, and I remember because. Yeah, because I remember coming home from that run, telling Meredith and Abigail the story, and then I got in the shower, and then I came out of the shower and I said hey Mare we're gonna listen to Murder Most Foul by Bob Dylan and we listened to it on loop three times and I said Meredith you're leaving Washington DC tomorrow to drive back home to Kansas and it's a 17 hour drive and the song is 17 minutes long and you're just gonna listen to this song 60 times on your way home and she said okay and and she did. I thought about just playing it on a loop in the background. See, of pod. I think we should make that our new <laughs> intro I was, music. I was, it's okay. just 17 minutes of Murder Most Foul. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. This is me wearing like this is me wearing like producer hat. But I thought we could do like, oh? a listen through director's like, 17 minute listen. Like we just play it. Like, <laughs> we waste like 17 minutes of the pod. Just like we play it and we just like sit silently um, to it. <laughs> I, what if we just do like an excerpt? What if we do like, like beginning? All right. Uh, how about we do a dramatic? Oh, that's a good lyrics? idea. Then we can take turns. Well, the whole the song is a dramatic. That is true. Yeah, we all three of us read the lyrics and sing like a chant. <laughs> 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 um i just to bounce off of the word chant i have a cd of gregorian chants that i listen to sometimes uh just for fun 
I just wanted to let you guys know. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, well, I'm reading this genius like analysis, and it said, (laughs) God, at midnight on March 27th, 2020, Bob Dylan released Murder Most Foul, his first studio release since March 2017's Triplicate. And the first original song since September 2012's Tempest. He noted on Twitter that fans might find the song interesting, adding, quote, stay safe, stay observant, and may God be with you, end quote. Mm. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Okay, I'll just jump right in since no one else is saying anything. Yeah, I'm not. I, <clears throat> I have no authority here. I'm Carly, would you like to start? <laughs> I don't fucking know. November 63. <laughs> the day that we Damn. <laughs> All right, that's a John quote. He, every time he does a. A Kennedy impression he throws in. But Jerry got I don't have a good impression, but John does. <laughs> you two have impression over time. No. Um, I'm gonna after this I'm gonna go tell dad to say his famous Kennedy impressions and Don and I need to have a Kennedy impression off. I can be our transition. That'll be not just for this episode, but like for all future episodes. <laughs> we'll just transition with John's Kennedy impersonation. Yeah. By the end of decade. No, it's your. The emphasis is wrong. He says decade. He says decade. By the end of the decade, stay woke. Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) Silence. (laughs) You're gonna finish it. Okay. No, I'm not gonna finish it. It's not the time. Anyway. Anyway, so this is uh, a fucking masterpiece because so it makes no goddamn sense and it was released at the weirdest fucking time. Why now? I think that's my biggest question is why would Bob Dylan release a 17 minute long word poetry about JFK's assassination now? Like, what is the purpose? That was my first reaction mm-hmm. too. Uh, why are we covering this on the pod? I don't know. Uh, why does why this song do exist? I don't know. What are we doing? What are I don't know. Doing? Are we doing like a lyrics analysis? And- are we just talking about the cultural like phenomenon that is this song? I guess okay. all of the above. If I could say, if I could just say, like, I it feels so freaking ominous. I mean, and I think that talking about like COVID nineteen is like really depressing, and I Rather do not want to do it. To murder most foul. Let's not do it. But like, just like the weird yeah. timing, super freaky. Bob Dylan is absolutely. Terrifying. I think you're right. Uh, and I don't know anything. I thought Bob Dylan was dead. <laughs> I thought the new basement tape was dead. <laughs> It's it's honestly like it's he said it from the afterlife. Like, he released yeah. the song from heaven. I mean that's what it that's it's true. And it also like, like the song so... itself, like the lyrics themselves are quite ominous because they're all about like 
Judgment Day and like and and, and like oh, uh, yeah. What is this? What else is ha- why is there, there are so many lyrics here? I can't even fucking read them all. Yeah. The age of the Antichrist has only just begun. Why is that in this song? <laughs> why? Why is that in this yeah. song? Like why? He's like so. He's like sp- he's like speaking from. Also, I like just listened to this. I was like literally. I like played like the first five seconds the other day, and I like immediately paused mm-hmm. it. I was like, too terrified. So, I finally like got the courage up to listen to it today. He's like, he's like speaking from the perspective of like relevant parties associated with the yes. Kennedy murder. So, like at one point, he's literally like speaking as Kennedy. Is he? Uh, I think he speaks as Lee Harvey. Does he? Oh, Where does this happen? Uh, yeah. According to, this, according to this article that I'm reading. Um, oh, so, yeah, here it is. What part? Who is he? Who, who the hell is he speaking as at the end when he just starts listing off artists and songs? I think what is that? here he's... <clears throat> I think that part he's talking as JFK because it ends with play it for me in Marilyn Monroe which I'm assuming means that he's speaking as JFK yeah <clears throat> yeah apparently he also yeah but JFK wouldn't have known Fleetwood Mac mm. he's supposed to be speaking himself somewhere or is that just at the who's very verse 5 who's verse who's 5 who's verse 5 hold on because it's the Eagles, apparently, uh, Justin Timberlake reference. Yeah, there's a what lot happening here. Um, I think he's speaking as himself because I and I guess he was alive during the assassination, right? So I I think yeah, he was yeah. just yeah he's just listing off all the songs that make him feel the same I way. Think that five is him. I think it ends. It ends yeah. with him. Okay. Um, four mm-hmm. is okay. Um, Bob Dylan knows who Fleetwood Mac are. We are all love Fleetwood Mac. Mac. I yeah. heard. I was listening to this. I honestly wasn't paying any attention, and then I heard Stevie Nicks, and I got interested. Uh. Valid. And I. I think he's he's JFK I, in verse three as I well. Just think, like, because he says, I'm riding in a long black Lincoln limousine, riding in the backseat next to my wife, headed straight off into the afterlife. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's like, it's ominous, but it's also just so fucking funny. He's like, he just doesn't it's even. Funny. There's yeah, no like yeah. subtlety. It's just, hi, I'm JFK. I'm about yeah. to fucking die. And I think that's so funny. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's okay, the yeah, uh, rub a dub dub, rub a dub dub. So we could talk about like, oh, Hamlet. don't get me started on Hamlet. I liked the part where he said, like, you're rep- when you die, there's already a replacement ready for you. I like it when he like talks about the Beatles, <laughs> the Beatles, the Beatles are, here. are here, he like asks the to Beatles. replace me. It kind of feels kind of like, it kind of feels kind of like shady. Weirdly. Yeah, he did throw shit at the Beatles. I was like, oh. Uh, I, yeah, I think, it's like, you know, you two are, like, I'm a, yeah, bitches, so I don't know if you want to, like, talk about Murder Most Foul. Um, it's, like, from Hamlet, sis? 
I'm a huge fan of Hamlet, but I'm not actually. Think that Hamlet a... is Bob Dylan. I'm certain it is. Too. I'm certain I'm not it is. A nerd. Yeah, Hamlet's everyone's favorite. Sister yeah, she's right. Okay. right. I remember Catherine. As, as the first time Catherine entered sister. my dorm room, she made fun of my Hamlet poster, and I said, "Okay." Well, that's disrespectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hamlet's so good. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's but not the best. I, I like don't it. Have that strong of opinion on it, but I think it's the most entertaining. It is and so funny. funny. I don't actually have a good handle for the themes. I, I think it's funny, funny because Hamlet's so like I've relatable. Because he's just stupid. Yes. Yeah, he's just like he so depressed and stupid. Yeah. He's so good. He's so funny. I love him. I, I and I love that his. I, yeah, that's I'm all. not gonna get into why I love Hamlet. But the point is, I don't really care a lot about the themes of Hamlet. Okay. Um, so um, I don't know. What was the question? Moving on. Oh, I was just like, why do we think he named it um, Murder Most Foul? I think but. it's the whole situation of you like, I, uh, I think it's. Can we tie Ham? Can we tie Hamlet into JFK? I think so. Assassination at all, or, or I think it, it can be because Bob? it's a big. I mean, you don't have to like. <laughs> You don't need to whisper that so loudly. Sorry. <laughs> Let's not talk. Oh, God. Um, that's fine. We don't need to go into, like, literary analysis about Hamlet. But I think it's essentially about, like, the betrayal. It's about the betrayal. Okay, that's it. Okay. My favorite part is when he says, what's Hamlet's new pussycat? I think that's really stupid and funny. Yeah, that's great. That mm-hmm. one's a solid one for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, Going back to yeah. Hamlet, I do think. <laughs> sorry, I do think it is like he's he's likening Hamlet's father to JFK, and he says once JFK has been murdered, the country's like descending into madness in the same way that Denmark did. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's the whole like the betrayal and the like conspiracy of no one knowing quite who did it, but knowing that it must have been someone bad. And it's like uh it's just the it's just the angst the angst of it all. Yeah. I just feel like that's what's so like jarring about all this to me and like very intriguing, I guess, but just like he could have talked about like any tragedy. I mean, he could write you know, a banger about, like, any other tragedy, but it's, like, JFK assassination, like, right when, like, Bob Dylan was becoming, like, a relevant, like, protest artist. And, like, and it's just kind of, there's a lot of, like, nuance there. It's kind of freaky. It's interesting, I mean, it's just, it's an interesting take, but it's not that it's not that original of a take no, that, I'm like, after some event in the 60s, the world went to shit. No, I'm just saying, I, it's not even, like, if the song is that, like, hot of a take or whatever. It's just, like, inherently ominous and, like, eerie to me, like, Bob Dylan singing about it. Because he, like, lived through it. Right, but, like, for him, that's when the world went to shit. But for me, the world's always been in shit, you know? So, that's fair. It's just, like... I, I think you're right. I mean, it's interesting coming from him. It's I guess my biggest like he kind of like transcends like being a human being to me. He's like Bob Dylan. This like 
I don't know. I just like he feels like Bob Dylan or JFK. <laughs> okay. What? Bob Dylan. <laughs> like he's very like godly. <laughs> no physical form. Bob Dylan is Catherine's what? god. What? <laughs> yeah, basically. He feels like he feels like just oh this very god. wise man feels like he would just like live in like a I think you're like this song does feel like it's like like the word of God and like none of us can quite understand it and like we're not supposed to yes it's supposed to be incomprehensible I think that's what I'm gonna that's the only way I'm gonna take this because otherwise it doesn't make any sense to me that it's just like about like how much the JFK assassination was like a shock and it sucked and how JFK was like yeah. mostly like okay and it sucked that he like died. I think it's yeah. just poetic like we're in like the absolute Shittest. shittest of times right now and Bob Dylan really drops this banger and it's just like oh, I think hi, that's world. true. I'm still here. Can you both stop calling it a banger? But it's you know something it's deeper than a banger okay. even. I- I mean, do you know what I'm saying? I think that's just what, like, is drawing about all this to me. It's like, oh, yeah, Bob Dylan exists. But also, I was reminded of that I just think this January when... I just <laughs> no, it's not, it's not, it's not the like, moment. Stop it. Can we please transition? It's this not time heavy. for that right now. It has to... Heavy. Catherine, did you not listen to the God episode? Okay. This is no heavier than that. I don't think I'm. <laughs> I don't think I'm well suited for this podcast. Like I'm uncomfortable right now. <laughs> this is too deep. Can't. Can we please transition? To God, out? I just I no. All right, I'm just gonna sit silently. I just think that um, ah, where my train of thought go? I don't know. Uh oh 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 oh. oh. I just think it's very. I don't know. In my opinion, it's like oh, this is how <laughs> yeah. Bob's coping with the coronavirus is like. Well, didn't he record this? this like a while ago and just didn't release huh? it? I mean, that I, uh, that makes sense, but like, this is just an interesting thing. Like, oh, I should release that now, like, yeah, as his coping mechanism. Like, oh, I got right. The timing is the weirdest part. <laughs> also, the fact that it's seventeen minutes long, and I don't like, really see why. <laughs> there's just so much in there that i don't understand the purpose of and like i I mean it's art it doesn't need to have like a purpose it can just be about the vibes like that's fine of course that's the point of art but i just maybe a lot of it just goes over my head because i feel like when you write a song like this it like there's a story to tell and i don't understand what story he's trying to tell besides that JFK died and it was bad. Yeah. Yep. 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 If you want to like micro like analyze everything. I don't. But I don't because it's a song. I mean that's that's just Bob Dylan's vibe though. He's just going to like cram a million little references and like you know yeah, but usually it's shorter, so I can listen to it a couple more times. Great. Well, this is maybe just like 
well i think i think think, to be fair i think that is kind of the point it's it's like weird like surrealist energy is like yeah (laughs) just like song song song. and like you could like derive all these like you know yeah parallels and meanings and whatever but like it's also just kind of like right hectic and but I also think that that was like the state of the I think that was like the state of the public and the state of the nation and the state of everyone's minds like after the assassination and I think he was trying to reflect that in having it just be like like an amalgamation of just like confusing thoughts that don't like make a lot of sense because nothing about that time made sense to anyone so that's the point I think yeah I mean my, my opinion on this is just like you can be like this is stupid but like I of the belief, like, if Bob Dylan <laughs> talks, like, I'm a listen. I feel like he's a good writer, and it's interesting, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants, like. Yeah, he's I think you're right. <laughs> well, Catherine, it's your time. Take it away. Oh. All right. No time to shine. This is so much shorter than it usually. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not what this is, is it? Okay, well, here, fine. Let's just list the other. Why, why, let's just list the other relevant so things about this wait, song. Wait, wait, wait. You want me to like? This is like all me. It's you have notes. Read them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. I'm the captain now. Um, what are we talking about? Okay, so I guess <laughs> curiously enough, I like feel like I was on the brink of a Bob Dylan spiral, kind of amidst all of this. And I like for context, like honestly, for Snad mostly, just like I feel like I have a tendency to kind of just fixate on historical figures and or like artists specifically and yeah you do kind of just like spiral and and become um just very like absorbed and i mean i think i just am in general fascinated by the 60s so like (laughs) it was johnny cash for a while it was like Elton John kind of recently. Um, but like honestly, I think like my sister also has things to say about just like the biopic verse, which is something we've kind of like coined, I guess, as siblings, maybe as just like this weird trend to have biopics on every one coming out right now. Um it's not a weird trend. People always make biopics about like, but it feels—it feels like right now. It's very much like a pattern. Um, well, everyone right now who's like movies is of the age where they liked people. Great, great. So, great, great. But like, right now there are a lot. I mean, a lot being like, predominantly like, you know, Bo Rap and Rocket mm-hmm. Man, but then also like some of the other ones that just were like bad, but like got made about like you know, musicians. In the past couple of years, and then like there's a lot that have been announced, um, i.e., like 
the freaking Austin Butler. Um, you know, yeah, you know about yeah. the, like Austin Butler playing Elvis biopic. Okay, good. So there's that, and then there's um, sorry. Now, yeah, that was gross. Like, Who the hell is Sonia? Sonia did not like it. Okay. Okay, moving on. Um, and then so then there's you know this. Uh, I believe like January seventh was the first date that like the like <laughs> Timothy Chalamet in talks to play Bob Dylan in biopic. Oh blah 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 blah. Directed by James Mangold. Blah 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 blah. So it was kind of came out in January, blah, blah, blah. And I honestly have, like, never, like, I very much am oblivious to things until I, like, become obsessed with them. And, like, Bob Dylan, I feel like it's kind of that. And, like, I knew nothing about Bob Dylan, really. I mean, I listened to, like, his song recorded with Johnny Cash. Um, but, like, I really hadn't gone down that, like, road yet. Um like you have asked me this Snap, about seven times, and every single time I answer it, you say, "Okay, that's going on our content." Oh, list. sorry, duh. Every time you say those words. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, we're still gonna watch it together, but it's one of those movies that like fucks me up. Catherine's favorite movie. It's maybe my. It might be my favorite movie. Um, but it's like really good. Uh, and yeah. it's a biopic, and it's Johnny Cash, and like when I watched that, that like sent me like that. I, these things just like affect me a lot I don't know why but like it was very I really liked it and blah 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 and so I think like this movie is directed by the same person who directed Walk the Line uh, so either way like I would be intrigued I would be excited to see it <laughs> and freaking Timothy Chalamet is officially portraying Bob Dylan so I have mm-hmm. thoughts about this. It's like I, it's happening. It's like I'm mostly just scared. I'm like they're not all like good thoughts, but I don't know. It's happening. It's an interesting choice. Um, yeah. What was your <laughs> initial reaction, everyone? Uh, mine was. Yeah. Instruments. Mine was also okay. Let me get into the Timothy bullying just slightly. Um, my impression of Timothy Chalamet is that he's just like like actors who has like a lot of he has a lot of audacity. I think he's just a very audacious young man, (laughs) and. I think, I think it's just I think it's very bold yes. of him to have been in like three and a half good movies and then just fuck around for the rest of the time in a way that's like <laughs> like the gall of it is just unbearable but so my sister and I were talking about this stuff and it's like I don't know like it's him but like yeah. it's also everyone who like saw him in one movie and then he really had every like, single movie since then. <laughs> I think that's what is so okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's like that's I think like that honestly kind of explains it well for me as well as like this is like two this should be like 
the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. It's like my two like interest groups like colliding, like literally like you know like Venn diagram like overlap like Bob Dylan biopic like Timothy Chalamet plays Bob Dylan ball. Jams yeah. mangled. Jams mangled. Did you just so what basically is- that is what Please. should have happened, and instead instead I got incredibly anxious about this. Oh, I thought you said Jams John mangled. mangled. And I, <laughs> where did that come from oh uh sorry <laughs> that's another episode that's another that's, that's a whole episode what? that's honestly a whole episode i'm gonna we need to have an episode right on just all the weird men that Catherine and i have interacted okay, with so- at KU. Oh, that's oh, that oh, that was a no. Maybe that's a no. Like, uh, oh shit! Yeah. Names are names, but Jesus Christ! I think we could easily do an hour, and, not even we. I think you and my sister <laughs> could easily do an hour and a half on John Mangles. If that's I was good, yes, John, I think that should that's going on the list. Half. That is going on the list. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. I think that this like this 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 biopic okay i will here's what i will say i, I this is not me like d- defending timothy chalamet whatever like i <laughs> i i follow him but i do not defend everything he does like i don't even know who i have to explain this to not you guys so our hypothetical listeners like me contextualizing like me being a timothy chalamet fan i guess okay whatever but like what i will say is like i i'm okay so take a moment take a moment to collect yourself i i think that this could i think this could either go i think this could either go in like really well or like incredibly bad yeah um and i honestly i'm like not i'm just like nervous (laughs) i guess for him or i I don't know because i do think like i think it's a yeah i I think that's really it it's like he he was so good uh, in Call Me By Your Name. He was so good in Little Women. He was, he existed and it was funny yeah. in Lady Bird. And he like randomly was in Interstellar for like four minutes and it was fine. And then it's like, like yeah! what else okay. was good? Okay. Like what else has okay. he been in? I, but like, why I, is he in everything? Here is what, the, here is what the poem is. Timothy Chalamet, like, I think he is talented. <laughs> I watched, so I watched Beautiful Boy yesterday after avoiding it forever. It's heavy as shit. It was really good. He acts well in it. He's good. Um, like, he, his performance is great. Okay. But, like, I do think, like, what has happened with him is, like, this, like, like, it's very much part of, like, the, like, internet boyfriend culture that, like, we have right now, which I think is great, like, I'm not even, like, complaining about, like, you know, social media or anything here with this, but I just think that, like, Timothy Chalamet as, like, a concept is, like, kind of, like, you know, blowing way out of proportion of, like, Timothy Chalamet as an actual, like, actor. Um, Yeah, he's definitely, like, you would say that he's, like, he's just really, like, trendy right now. Yeah, but, like, it's not just, like, girls who, like, in the... All of these directors want to work with him. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Wes Anderson, Denis Villeneuve, Woody uh, Woody Allen, Woody Allen. Yikes. So, like, Uh, who's the... uh, 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 
Greta. Yeah, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's a big one. Like, but she also, like, kind of got it there early. Greta's valid. He really um, does. Greta freaking, he owes his whole career to fucking Greta. Like, she knows how to write for him. Um, But, like, what I will say is, like, I do think he is, like, <laughs> when this all was happening, I was, like, I was, like, second guess, like, I was just, like, questioning if, like, he was even talented or not. Like, I was, like, because, like, when you look back at, like, a lot of his movies, I do feel like he's just kind of like he plays he is kind like he kind of has a type at least or like sometimes i don't think he plays something that far from himself like i don't know like i think he's just kind of like you know playing like young boy in like a lot of these movies um but like i i don't really know what is about like what is about him but like you know i i think that I'm not sure how far he has had to stretch himself thus far in his career. I think what he does, like, what he has done has been done so well. But I don't know. I think you're right. He's never been stretched like this. I don't talk about not being a singer, not, like, playing instrument. He's reportedly taking guitar lessons. (laughs) Freaking, like, like, vaguely, like, he played piano for that one scene in Call Me By Your Name. But, like, I mean, this kid's, like, musical. He's, like, basic, like, performing arts, like, New York City boy, like, whatever, but, like, <laughs> can you really play the harmonica, though? <laughs> like, Kat and I were discussing this, like, there is no way he is gonna be playing the harmonica oh, God. and the guitar at the same time. Like, no. And I just think, like, I think, like, like, I don't know, this is probably something you guys can also, like, really speak to, but, like, I think, like, in this era of, like, biopics, like, my sister and I <laughs> have something we repeat a lot via one of your podcasts so robbie malik wins a, wins a very Oscar bizarre choice impersonation of Freddie Mercury. bizarre weird, weird, weird. Choice. the movie was like I bad never, i'll say like, it get um yeah, yes it is we all are oh, yeah. handshake we know yeah, it's bad. um so so if robbie malik won one oscar for you're Freddie right Mercury, you're right Karen Edgerton deserves two <laughs> there it is so that was it. That was that thing. Like, some guy's wife on a podcast about movies I listened to said, "Yep, iconic." Yeah, that's that's literally like that's 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 it. That's it. That's that's the that's the that's the quote. But like, I will just say like this like weird era of like all these like white men like really like taking on these like biopic roles. White and, like, men, I love oh, Rami Egyptian kind. Anyway, I love yeah, Rami. Fair, fair. I love Rami. Rami. I love Taron. But it's Timothy, great. But what are we doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but i guess i'll just like it's just like there's just like a lot of like precedent being set and like a lot of like like i think okay i think like walk the line i mean granted like there's always movies about freaking like historical figures or you know people who like musicians whatever being made blah blah blah, blah. i think like i think like this movie with um timothy like if this like drops like in a different period of time when there's not all these like biopics or Rami Malek has just freaking won an Oscar for Freddie Mercury, whatever. Like, I think like, it's like a different like situation. There's like different context there, but right. like, I think this movie coming out in this time period, freaking like battle of the biopics, yeah. like Austin Butler. It is Kelly, very like, strange. Like, 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 I think these are probably gonna come out. Yes. And it is very strange to me that we have this new weird, like yeah. cultural obsession so, with biopics for like, you know half of these artists like people don't know like a lot of people don't know or care that much about bob dylan or austin butler like sure like obviously freddie mercury and elton john like yeah but 
I forgot that there's <laughs> you mean, Elvis. People care about Elvis? You don't think people care about Elvis? Oh God. I thought, I, thought, see, I thought I thought that was someone else. <laughs> I thought he was playing some I forgot he was playing Elvis. Oh my god. That's funny. I was like that's why I was confused. I was like, who the fuck is Austin Butler? Yeah, like, it's like, uh, I'll say it. I don't Austin know who Butler's this bitch so is. Funny. Sorry. <laughs> Cards on the table. I don't like Austin Butler. I'm angry about that casting. We are cheering. I was for Bob Dylan here. I was really cheering for Miles Teller over. Ew. Miles. Okay, the men they like oh? down the list to was so weird. And Miles Teller was an asshole, but like I don't know. Hold on, I'm trying to figure out who Austin like... Butler is. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I've looked him up. Oh wait, he looks really annoying. <laughs> ex-boyfriend. I just looked him up. He looks really gross. It's like literally his most prominent thing. The most prominent thing about Austin Butler is that he is Vanessa Hodges' ex-boyfriend. That's genuinely like that's not the one. I didn't know anything about him other than that until he was in the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. That's the guy who is a guy I don't who walks like into the house at the end. He He's looks amazing. really irritating, and I don't want him to play Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the first time ew. I watched Austin Butler on screen. So, I... Hmm. Anyway, um... I... Look, I'm excited to watch this unfold, but... Oh, but oh, I was going to say something, though. But you're yes. right. Now, it does feel like a really obvious move for Timothy. Like, so now, yes. if he doesn't do it well, it's like, what What the fuck are you doing? This is a very obvious yes. move. Also, um, it's worth noting, he's going to play Bob Dylan after that movie where, like, <laughs> six actors played Bob Dylan. He really is going to try to, like... Yeah. Performance to six and yet again, he's just audacious. He literally... I. I, he has the gall, but I don't know if he has the range. Yeah. But I, I don't, like, put this all, like, on... Well, he took the role. I don't put this, like, all on, like, him. I mean... Okay, but, I, like... I put two of it on him. Is this, like, happening? Like, look. Okay. Look. I... I think that, um... Timothy Chalamet has, like, acknowledged, like, he's, like, been pretty lucky in for, like... No! Honestly, to... No, so, like, no, I'm just saying is like to contradict like him to like Austin Butler or like whatever like Austin <laughs> Butler like served his time yeah it's like shitty family, like, ten years playing like the same like freaking boring like, bitch yeah like rom com like a like, school boy bro whatever but like Timothy Chalamet will, like has acknowledged like his career is like yeah that's true once it took off it took off he didn't have to, he got to be very choosy very quickly like you know like so it's that's great whatever like why this happened to him who knows whatever he's whatever okay but like yeah this is just um can i just say this is can i just say like i under i think i understand timothy chalamet's appeal and it's like he's very pretty and he has he plays like longing very well so his like two big roles which were call me by your name and little women he just is like sad and pretty and like longs. He just yearns the whole time. And it's great. And people fucking eat it up. And it's like, it's good. He's really good at it. And I love watching those performances. Like, Call Me By Your Name is a beautiful movie. And so is Little Women. And his performance in it is exceptional. But I will say, I don't think he has like a lot of range. Ugh. 
there was a scene in Beautiful Boy. <laughs> oh God. Where like, like okay, I like longing. Yeah, I agree. I think that I think what like yeah, he hasn't stretched himself. Really, I feel like since he's gotten to be so choosy so quickly, a lot of like Tim, a lot of like Timothy. Yeah, I agree. Snag, one hundred percent agree. A nice. lot of Timothy's roles that he's that has mm-hmm. he's been playing in his like two years of being a working right. actor are like they feel like almost like tailored to him i mean yes like they're almost like and, and like to be fair him, like little women really, was like, 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 like they're not him like greta was like i this want is, him this in is my like, movie i'm like, gonna tailor Lori's character yeah right yeah no i agree i agree and like you know i just think that like it feels like all of his projects have been kind of in beautiful boy he's playing like like i mean he's playing like a real life guy like based off of like his book that he wrote or whatever but like i mean i will like admit like there's scenes in that movie he like literally like he just plays um it's like it's like sad and like depression and all that good stuff he does but there's also just like other levels of just like pain in it like it it was deeper pain than i've ever seen him like show like it was good like I, I felt. Dare I, I say like, range? Like dare I say like range? I am gonna watch it. Yeah, um, it was really good, and I know that you're gonna watch it, Snad. But that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like, I think that it's. I think the acting chops are there. I just like, you know, I don't know. It's it honestly just depends on like what angle they go with this movie and like what yeah. like what the scripts like and like. <laughs> You know, it's, it's called freaking name. going electric, and it's like that's a stupid name to me. But it's like you know, it's supposed to just be about Bob electric Dylan. Light. It's supposed to just be about Bob Dylan's like sixty-three to sixty-six years, where he like decided to become a rock artist instead of like a folk artist. And like me and my sister watched uh freaking Bob Dylan doc the other night, and like just just the aesthetics like could really work like cute like fetus bob dylan wearing his, hat. wearing his stupid little train conductor hat and like his like sweaters and like Where's smoking and like that could really those. be the move yeah. yeah like aesthetically like yeah you just like it's a like, silent like, film it's just, just, just like, say anything it's, it's just, just gonna be like like silent pretty on the screen like great yeah <laughs> aesthetically aesthetically i'm all there but like yeah i i just like i don't know it just i don't want i mean granted it's fine whatever like he's he's fine nothing that bad's gonna happen to him but like career-wise i do think he's like young enough and see that even if this like doesn't go great it'll just be viewed as kind of like a oh he's like he's pushing himself he's like trying to grow as an actor and like experiment and try on new things because i think he is currently at risk of kind of yeah, being typecast and yeah. pigeonholed yeah. into a certain role. Okay, you know what? I think when you say that, no, I totally agree. And yeah, honestly, like, good point. Good point. Compared to like Austin Butler, who like literally no one knows except everyone just knows him Vanessa as Hudson's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> so like, this is like his like other than you know his role as a Manson in the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like this is like that's like this is literally like his like big screen debut. It's like. Everyone's just gonna right. know him as like playing. I mean, everyone's just gonna know him as like playing Elvis pretty much after this, which is fine. And if it's good, it's good. And if it's bad, yeah, everyone just knew him as the guy who played Elvis and it was bad or whatever. So like, that's fine. Like that's 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 honestly probably the move for an actor like him because you know whatever he needs like a big jump to the big screen. 
or he probably like won't really get there or I don't know but like Timothy like honestly is such a like persona now for whatever reason that like he will always like right right and I I think that is very clear like in the roles he plays when I see his like face on screen I don't see his character I'm like that that's Timothy Chalamet right like I don't see Lori I see okay that's Timothy Chalamet like yeah that's fair yeah I I no, I think but it's I, everyone. I, I, I think he, just, just like, he has like two me, distinct like... of like okay uh, uh, features and vibe, and I think that is why he has this tendency and is at risk of being very specifically typecast into nothing but just like playing someone that just feels like him, but on screen instead of being like a real actor where he can like really like mm-hmm. like like live someone else's story in yeah. and portray someone else completely because i know like yeah to be like we've we've had this conversation in like a like third eye way like yes he's a sweater and he only plays in nightmares but it they still just feel like him yeah. do you know yeah well i I would argue uh, with the exception of maybe call me by your name but i think it's just because that was the first thing i saw with him <laughs> tomato so I, like Elio. Timito Chalamo. Yeah. Okay, but Timito. Timito Chalamo. Me when I said that Timito Chalamo. Um anyway, but but I I think that you're right. This Snag made a great point. I never even thought he might actually transform mm-hmm. and throw his neck because he's gonna have to do that Minnesota accent. Oh okay. So and Kat and I yeah. Transitioning a little bit, like, <laughs> granted, I've been, dare I say, playing devil's advocate on this, like, slightly, but, like, you guys are, like, hmm, he's not cultured, just, like, a he's not trashy, like, Manhattan, like, white boy, and, like, I, look, I think that, like, my sister was, like, uh, he has no appreciation of, like, culture, and he's out of touch, and he's, I think whatever, she's right. whatever, he's just obsessed with Kid Cudi. <laughs> He's Kid Cudi's best friend, and that's it. I I like genuinely think that like t- like Timmy Chalamet's from like a cool family. His parents are like in the arts. Like his whole family, like his sister acts and whatever. Like I think that like like I think that he's like a down to earth like you know just this like gentle kid who like is obsessed. He just he just this is just he's just like he just like loves film. Like he's just like this like gentle kid who grew up like loving film and like you know, old films, new films, like, he, you know, really, like, worships all these different directors and whatever, and, like, I mean, that's, like, there's a million, and there's a million, like, generic white boys who grow up in New York who, like, that's their story, too, but, like, I do think that he has, like, an appreciation for, like, you know, I think he's grounded in all this. Anyway, but, like, what I, what I will say is, like, there's some very, like, specific, like, Midwest, like, growing up in the Midwest, Bob Dylan, Minnesota, like, very different than like his Manhattan bubble and like we like I'm seeing like Timothy like he's like living freaking Minnesota for like well, it's like a year like and like, like method act Bob Dylan like some like freaking understand what it's like to be from like yeah understand what it's like to be from the Midwest and like because like Kat and I were watching this documentary and there was so much emphasis, like oh the folk movement was in Greenwich Village New York City and yes. like I was like Oh God, Timothy like is obsessed with New York. He's a New York boy. He's just gonna like, oh, I love British Village and like 
Oh, like I'm like they yeah. are work by, yeah. but he's not Bob's a Minnesota boy. Like yeah. that's Oh, picturing a man with a bad Minnesota accent. It can't be they, like, yeah. they can't be a New Yorker right. perspective of like what it's like to grow up in what it's like growing up in Minnesota. Like he needs to like yeah. There's got to be like the believability there, and I just yeah. I think I mean, but really I, I'm getting, gonna like, push back know, a little freaking semantic and you know nitpicky or whatever. I, just, I am it's, gonna push like, back a little on the idea that he's just this like, like cute like, like kid that loves film because as soon as you say like his family is in the arts and he went to basically the like weird that one ridiculous fucking Nickelode- Nickelodeon show about like all the stupid like Before LA him. teenagers that go to some art school. He went to like yeah he went to that yes, in New York. he went to Victoria's High School. Okay. Yes. I, as soon as you say, like, those combination of words, I lose any, like, way of explaining, yes. of, like, convincing myself that he's just some, like, cute, grounded, like, down-to-earth, like, New Yorker beat kid that, you know, loves film. I didn't believe that for a second. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Uh, I, think, I think there's, like, a very specific I mean, type of what do, person what that grows up in the arts and like grows up in a family that's like quote unquote intellectual and artsy and then goes to that kind of school and I and I think that is what limits his range it's because he's like been so kind of imbued in this idea of like high art since he was a kid that he can't like be grounded about it yeah well okay but no, 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 I'm not like I'm not I'm not I think that we are half saying the same thing like I I'm admitting like yeah he's like he's like a you know a theater kid like he's like a you know he freaking like obviously was you know really wanted to be an actor and like you know got really lucky and got and got big fast and like I, I think that like I'm not I'm not saying that what, am I, what, am I lost my what are you saying? I guess what I'm saying is like, I think that, yeah, he is kind of like, uh, you know, he he's like any other kid who like grows up wanting to be an actor because he loves film and he loves all this stuff. Like, I think that like that's just part of like wanting to be an actor, um, and and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. It was like him, that is his like his his upbringing being like that Manhattan performing arts upbringing. I think that he's you know grounded within it i don't think that he's like you know so like i think he understands like what it's like huh look all i'm saying is i want that minnesota accent correct yeah and like i think where i was going with it is not to make this a privilege discussion but kind of kind kind of it is right like he was this like relatively like upper middle class to wealthy kid that like grew up in like an artsy family and his like breakout role was about being an academic like pretty boy and it's like well you have a type and it's like very much reflected in who he is I think well I'm just saying like anybody who gets to this point well no I think that I mean I think that if you're gonna get to the point that he's at like yeah yeah yeah, you, you have to like want it really bad and like I'm not like faulting him for like you know, being like a, a theater kid and like, you know, wanting it really bad, being really passionate about it, like whatever. Like, yeah. Not just like, you know, stumbling into acting, but like always wanting to be an actor. That's like valid. Um, but like, 
how he describes it is like he literally like hated everything else so like he's like well, well he he's literally like when he was like going into high school his sister like went to this high school and he's like well i like literally am not interested in anything else and my sister goes to this high school so i was like eh, i might as well like go act and then i think he like really fell in love with it whatever so like that's fine but um you know he admits like he's really lucky to have gotten in there because his sister was in the high school and whatever 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 um but I, i'm just like i mean at the end of the day like i will defend him like i think he's like for how like quickly he's gotten so famous and yes. like how like you know much hype and and don't him. get me like, wrong he's, like, like a pretty I'll continue to guy him. and i would like say like a good person and like that like that I would, no like, yeah because he no no no, no. and like, that's that's where i'm going with like, this is like, like fundamentally like, like i will give him like bully him but i think he's a good actor and i like him as like a public figure and i think he's cool and i like want to see movies that he's in because i think he's a good actor i just think he his like specific upbringing and and like you said he's like been in this bubble before his acting career ever started of like what he thinks like good art is and what that means and i think that has trapped him into a certain type of role and that's why i am like nervous for him in the Bob Dylan yes. biopic, but I also think that's yes. going to be a really yes. good opportunity for him to like stretch his skills and burst out of that bubble a little bit. Yes. See the world outside of yes. Manhattan yes. and like the Northeast and like yes. European highbrow life. Yes. Yes. Well, and yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I think that's just like, like, I think. I mean, this isn't even, like, supposed to be, like, you know, critical, but, like, I think all of his mm-hmm. roles so far, like, his, like, performing arts high school, like, acting acting lessons have, like, yeah. gotten gotten him through, like, you know, have, have been enough to, like, you know, for him, all of his roles so far, but I, I think, like, out of his realm on something like this, like, it's just yeah. so, like, beyond anything traditional that he's been taught, and, like, yeah, and it can't be, like, oh, this is, like, how my you know right like, like some like minnesota like art school would rock artist like, like bob dylan it has to be like something within him like some personal connection yeah with him. yes exactly and i think some you're right in that i think him, he should he like go like, live in minnesota and take like, this almost unless... acting way and be like i'm going to live as bob dylan for a while and like really experience what this life is like otherwise it's just going to be bad yeah i mean it's going to have to be like yeah like literally like it's just gonna be really bad. This all be great. I'm too good. Yeah. Because these things, it's gonna come off so tone deaf and horrible. Yeah. Okay. And all the things <laughs> there it is. The little book while eating yeah. a croissant in Paris, we are screwed. His little Parisian cafe. But also like so irritating. Like, which was book. cute. It was adorable. Oh, but like, oh my god, we have so much to do. Yeah. I would just like. I think like at the end of the day, he wants like he. Yes. He's nothing but just like praise of him that's true like humbleness for like all of like the you know acting shoulders that he like all the people who's influenced him and like all of like i mean you know i'm sure he's read i'm sure he's like you know all of the people like bob dylan like writing and like all of you know the things that influenced him like he's nothing but like praise and just like so like humble about it um like yes really like have I do think, you yeah, know, and I do think he cares very deeply about his roles, but like, and you know what I'm saying? I think yeah, he's just very that humble. he like puts a lot of himself into them, which is why they feel so distinctively yes. like him. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that is what worries me about like a biopic is like he can't put himself into yes. it. He needs to put himself into someone else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like the God. like the closest thing. Like I fucking forgot about that movie. Like I fucking forgot about that movie. Yes, like this fucking thing. His other like real life person portrayal. It's like that movie is that movie is uh, such a good movie. Do you but, really? But, but humorously enough, my sister loves that movie. Oh my god! It's like, hey, that was it's so good. <laughs> that movie is lit. She just like this is the most excited she's been on the podcast. <laughs> she's like, like <laughs> Why are you like yodeling? <laughs> I thought it was boring. I don't know what to do. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, but wait, wait. Fair, to be fair, to be fair, I watched that like halfway. That was like, oh, Timothy Chalamet. Okay, let's what? How you feel about? I said to be fair, I did watch that like half drunk with Catherine and someone else while we were like studying for an exam. So is that right, Kat? Horrible study movie. It's such a good movie. I watch yeah, it, like, that was there was like two things there, and it was it just so laugh. bizarre. It's weird. Him <laughs> and his like weird wig. It's the best part. He's so great. Carly, is your take on this movie that it's like actually it's good, so or is that it's like a fun? It's so good. Is it supposed to be funny. It's yes. Funny. I also need to watch it Maybe with I need you. To watch it with you. Maybe that needs to happen. Maybe I watch the Stop king screaming, Carly. NGL. The king. <laughs> um, I thought I was the squawky one here, but it's Carly. I yeah okay. Hey, I have to say something now. Thank you. So basically. <laughs> Um, at midnight, Murder Most Foul is released on March twenty seventh, twenty twenty. Basically, basically, guess who was born on <laughs> December twenty seventh, nineteen ninety five? The twenty Timothy Chalamet, twenty seven, the twenty seventh wow. day of December and the twenty seventh day of March. You... Thank you. I wrote that in my notes and I. Actually relevant? Yes, it is because I'm making it relevant, and I didn't want to have written it down for nothing. You can't. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> the big yeah. yeah. At the end, yeah. Danny you Harrison was in Star Wars. It can't be like, like really oh. fucking failed. It can't be like oh. Danny. Danny. God basically, saw that. Basically, um, yeah. Wait, I'm trying to find if there's God any other significance to March 27th. God saw Timothy Chalamet in his Parisian find cafe. other like his something relevant about that? March yes. 27th because I'm just Sorry. confused. Oh, I e- yikes! Never mind. I'm not gonna say. It. <laughs> Only because it'll like be triggering for me. Uh... <laughs> I 
Uh, hello. <laughs> Don't say like go. Is that? It's just a picture of JFK. Album cover is hilarious. It's just a picture of JFK. It's really bad. A nice picture, presidential JFK. Please don't. So funny. It's the most compelling part of the whole thing. Oh, I found something relevant, which is that on March 19th, 1944. Wait. What? No, never mind. I just confused myself. Huh? The man who assassinated K was born on March 19th, 1944, which was a week before March 27th, tw- which is when. Uh, oh, fuck. It is. <laughs> Ooh, I just dummy. Uh, <laughs> How is Has you? Timothy Chalamet listened Has to Timothy Murder Most Foul? Has ever heard like a Rolling Stone? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that was the first thing Kat said. She ended up listening. <laughs> and just looked up and listened to it. Book. Ordered the same croissant. Put on Murder Myself. Yeah. Bye. Um... <laughs> don't feel like going home, but all my cash is gone. Yeah, I got nothing to do tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, no, wow. Can we stop? I'm scared. Don't people I'm scared. Don't feel like Guys, I'm scared. What's happening? Yeah, I got <laughs> No, I can't. I, I, I can't. <laughs> Give me all the things. I don't like this. Don't need no sleep. Sleep when I'm dead, you can bury me. I don't. Okay, I don't understand it. Any. Like, it's still going. Oh my god. I don't, I don't, I literally don't know what's going on. You don't know what you're talking Please. <laughs> I made a great mistake. <laughs> With your eye. <laughs> Carly, please. We're making it sound okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the I and then We're it's like me going hey. like a button board. I'm gonna like And John Oh, and then oh for real. Oh for real. That's it. That's it. Those three. Oh, for real? Oh, for real? Oh, for real? 
we're not doing it unless we can get him to do it. Or I'm so either. mad. That I can't. It's gonna sound bite him. No, that was. It. Oh wait, oh. I do. Don't. I? Oh shit, I do. Number. I'm, I'm calling Topper's Pizza right now. Order a pizza. You can record. Somehow you need to initiate. A you guys remember when he? Remember when he randomly was just like, "Can I contact you outside of the context of pizza delivery?" And then he never did. Why did he? Why did he ask? This is the time for that. <laughs> Say, hey, Why did that he ask me that hey. and then never contact hey. me? Hey. 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 Why is Timothy Chalamet's Instagram like so my Finsta? It has the same energy. Good. That's not a bad thing. I love my Finsta. Uber. But I'm just confused by it. No. I thought that was your wait. Do you have a real Instagram? Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Um. What are you saying? I would like to end this episode with quote. Let me know when you're done. Of course, it was so good right. to talk to you both. I'm, I'm good. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna be home in a month. Bullshit. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, for real? Oh. <gasps> this is for true. <laughs> oh, for real? Oh, for- oh, shit. I messed up. I'll this is why it. we need the button box. Oh, for real? <gasps> oh, for real? Okay, but no. Gen- genuine point, since I'm like, probably going to be with you like uh, whenever the episodes are being recorded. Excuse uh, me? I could be in, like, you know, I'll have plenty of responsibilities. Oh, shit. As producer, like, that would I'll be have so fun. On my plate, but I can also run the and sound exciting. effects. Hey, I just want you guys to know really fast there. Yeah. I'm looking out my window in my bedroom right now, and, like, mist has descended. There's fog everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was really, oh, uh, it was really sunny that's out bad. today, but the fog has come down now, which the is strange. He's approaching. Dun-dun-dun. Okay, well. This was great. All right, so okay. Uh, I love you, Sad. Thanks for dealing with us. Cat's got something Kat? to close us out. What was a 